1: It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now.
0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis and our special guests, uh, Melania Trump and LeBron James. <laughs> or, no? New oh, they show. We're going to do today. something totally different uh, today. We've got a bunch of food guys in here instead. I think. All right. But it's a great day. We've got a great show. So you've heard the phrase, happy wife, happy life. There's another one uh, called Happy Employee, More Productivity. And uh, I think that, that doesn't was fo-
1: like make fostered. any sense no, it does. at all. It, does it doesn't to make our any first sense Okay. Troy
0: Knapp, who is a master chef, top chef, and also director of food, beverage, and culinary operations. Uh, By the operations. time you get out
1: of here, Troy, you're going to have more accolades than oh, you could have even imagined. Well, he
0: brought food. I'm <laughs> sucking up to him. So, yeah. Anyways, he's, uh, he's the head of operations for food, beverage, and culinary at the michelin Star Blue Duck Tavern in the Park Hyatt Hotel. He's got a new program called the Little Duckling Wellness Commitment Program, and it's not about ducks. You're going to hear all oh, about it. I was going to um, go
1: quack. Quack, quack,
0: quack. Well, they're all quacking up <laughs> over it, I'm sure. All right, so Shaker and Spoon.
1: So Shaker and Spoon is a monthly cocktail subscription box. Like these subscription boxes right now, you see them in fashion and beauty, and now they're hitting the food and it's cocktail like Blue world. kind of. Well, ish. So they send you an entire way of making a cocktail. Uh, so we are going to have them on the phone today. And try making a cocktail ourselves here in the studio.
2: Yep.
0: Cool. And who likes that as a spicy meatball, <laughs> huh? Uh, the Meatball Shop, which started only in 2010 on Manhattan's Lower East Side, has spread to five more locations across the city in Brooklyn, and they're coming to DC two weeks from today, ish. The 22nd, ish.
1: End of August.
0: They're opening up, and where else would they open but on Washington's food mall, 14th Street? Mm-hmm. And the meatballer himself, Adam Rosenbaum, is in to tell us all about it. And who likes vino? I do. Well. I like it a lot. What you talk about it?
1: I like a lot of wine. No, you go ahead. All right, do well, Slate
0: Wine it? Bar is a lovely little 52-seat restaurant uh, downtown. They've got 200 wines available. Uh, Danny Yedo is by in. By the
1: bottle. 200 wines 200 by the bottle.
0: Yeah. 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 No, yeah. they're just not lying on the floor. Like, you lap <laughs> it up, lick it up like our dogs. No, they're actually in bottles, which makes it well, very high Well, you
1: could also end. mean by the glass. That's no, why I'm. does that? Okay, anyway. You would lose go money doing that. No, lots of people don't. right.
0: So Danny Yato's in here with that. and uh, We're we'll going to get to
1: you in just a second, but first... The
0: inimitable Mitch Berliner from Central Farm Markets is on the phone Mitch? to talk to us about a bunch Good. of stuff, including the, the a big pie contest. What do you got going on, Mitch?
3: Hi, Mitch. Well, thank you. Good morning, boys and girls and children of all ages. <laughs> and a little shout-out. Are you, are
0: you, you trying to get your own radio show?
1: He's trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. not going to happen. You've got a voice yeah. for
3: radio, man You Mitch. do. No, welcome. Well, I, I actually,
0: think you have a face for radio.
3: You know, <laughs> that was good. I like that. Thank you. Um, so, uh, as you know, we have live music every week at all four of our markets. So, um, you can come down and hear me, uh, sing with the groups. I really do that. So, do you really?
0: God save I'm the queen. God so,
1: what, what are some I of decide. the what are some of the music groups you have at um at the markets?
3: We have everything but rap. We okay. have we've had people from the national symphony uh strathmore here i'm going to take you to a full singer we have in but there's a, there's a, there's that
0: just sounds like a lot of noise where no, are you it sounds
3: like music sounds right, like music so anyway we have nice music we have bluegrass we have jazz sometimes seriously people dance here impromptu it's mm-hmm. really really a lot of fun we'd have french um <laughs>
0: it sounds café, like a grateful dead concert <laughs> yeah, no, nah,
3: we don't have that stuff.
1: Okay, you know, so, that was from
3: another time. so, so tell
1: us what's out. at market today, and tell us about this pie contest.
3: Sure. Well, basically what the market is everything. Right. It's the height of the season. Melons, tomatoes, corn, all kinds of stone fruit, apricots, peaches, plums of all varieties. Mm-hmm. Just everything. Tons of food. Great barbecue headquarters here. Over 60 vendors here, 50 at Mosaic. And then, of course, we have our Saturday markets, which just happened yesterday with great success, Pike and Rose, and then over at the new Westfield Montgomery Mall location. But we, this is our 10th anniversary here in Bethesda and 5th at Mosaic. And in honor of that, we're bringing back Bake Bethesda a Pie Contest and Bake Mosaic a Pie Contest. Okay. All the funds raised for this contest go to the Mana Food Bank here in Montgomery County and Food for Others in Fairfax. Yeah, I told you he was a good guy. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a really great thing and we have two categories. We have a contest for kids 7 to 17 and you could do sweet or savory pies. The contest is only open, sorry, some of your con- uh, your people on your show, mm-hmm. only for amateurs. Okay. And uh, trust
0: me, they're all a amateurs. Lot of fun.
3: <laughs> We've had as many as 40 people enter. And you can go to Central Farm Markets.dar.com, the okay. homepage, and just go to upcoming events and you'll see two links and you can register there. And the contest is September 23rd in Bethesda, and September 30th at Mosaic in Fairfax County, and again, all the proceeds from the contest Go to the various food banks. Okay,
1: well, we'll get all that that info up on the list, areyouwantit.com, so that people can check back on that. Okay?
3: Thank you very much. It is a lot of fun. And uh, what happens, how we raise the money is we sell tickets. It's really a riot. And you pay a dollar for a slice, thin, thin slice, and people just line up. To taste, you know, all right. So their favorite pies, a lot of fun.
0: Sounds like a plan. Oh, anyway. Thanks, Mitch. You bye, Mitch. It. Thank you. Right. Thank before...
3: you. Have and a wonderful day, kid. You Take
0: okay? Bye. <laughs> it's like when you're talking to your grandmother and you can't get off the phone. You know what I mean? She's like, <laughs> okay, bye, Grandma. Bye, Grandma. Um, I want to remind everybody, uh, Restaurant Week uh, is presented you know, by R.A.M.W., the Restaurant Association. We can do that
2: at the end it, of the show.
0: Well, I just want to mention, it kicks okay. off Monday the 13th mm-hmm. through the 19th, yes. and there are unbelievable deals this summer. So. Going on
1: all over the city. All right. We'll get back into that later in the show. Danny
0: Yedo, so you recently took over management at Slate Wine Bar, right? Um, it's oh, been a while, actually. How
2: so, long uh, have
0: you been? Was, so Slate's been around since uh, oh, August. Oh, wait. It says 2000. It's 2013 you did it. It looked yes. like an eight for a minute. Oh, no, yes. So five years is not recently. No, it's not. Well, so, it depends, you know, from your perspective. Well, yeah, if you're an old fart. Yeah, <laughs> if you're almost good. 70, maybe. I'm not 70.
1: <laughs> you will be in a couple of days. No, I won't.
0: I'll only be 69. God damn it. <laughs> Wait. All right, No, anyway. you're going to be 70. No, I'm not. I'm going to be 69. Be? Oh, right. You're going to be 70, but you know what? (laughs) If you keep that up, you'll never be 70 if you get my drift. (laughs) God, bless me. All right. Anyways, Danny, back to you. (laughs) Tell us about Slate.
4: So we've been around since August 2012. (laughs) Um, So we're a small little uh, wine bar, bistro Mm
2: -hmm.
1: over
4: here in Glover Park, Georgetown area. Mm -hmm. So um, we're a fun place. Uh, Have wine, great food.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about the wine program and how you put that together.
4: Well, it's... Kind of listening to my customers, uh, seeing uh-huh. what they're buying over the course of the years. We started off with 75 wines, and we grew to 200 over the years. Uh-huh. And the, the philosophy is to have something for everybody. So okay. we have nine different wine flights, about over 25 wines by the glass, um, a lot of wines by the bottle, as you guys mentioned.
1: So when you're doing wine flights, yes. how I assume those change probably, like, do you do them seasonally? Do you do them weekly? How often do you change them?
4: About um, more than seasonally. Okay. So not necessarily monthly. We see what offers are made and you know how the weather changes. I mean, when you have spring that starts like weather uh, from the winter, the beginning of the week, spring, and right. then summer winter with is the, all red, the way, and then
1: summer is white and rosé.
4: Right. For the last three weeks, for example, with all this rain, it's actually helped red wine consumptions. Funny enough.
1: I bet. So right, yeah. <laughs> I just
0: want to mention something that should be mentioned because not everybody does this. You guys also support. The Vincent Ferrar Foundation, Chefs for Equality, a, an event close to our hearts. We'll talk
1: about yes. Chefs for Equality right. a little The Humane later.
0: Society and the Capital Breast uh, Care Center. I mean, it's commendable. Here's no, a big thank word. you. I mean,
4: a lot of those programs speak to my heart. I mean, in terms of number one, being uh, equal for everybody. I mean, I can't imagine if you're not in this business and don't accept everybody who you are, then you shouldn't be in this business.
1: Totally with you.
4: Except I'm not baking <laughs> any more cakes for Nikki after that 6970. <laughs> and then you know <laughs> the, oh, the Capital Breast Care Center. You know I've had family. You know the. Oh, Tessa's kind of-
0: laughing. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Danny. Danny, you gotta get used to this show. It's, just, it's like ping pong. Bing bang bong. Ooh, I sounded like Trump.
1: <laughs>
0: oh my God. <laughs> all right. You so are, what are on you, what, fire today. What are you
4: pouring first, Danny? Yes, so yeah, first. We
0: all need a drink.
1: Yeah, yeah
4: <laughs> I think so too. So to start, uh, I would say champagne to start. But then the second best thing is Chardonnay, mm-hmm. in my opinion, to start a meal off. And I'm a big fan of Chardonnay. I think where's this so, Chardonnay from? Uh, this is from the Willamette Valley in Oregon. Oh, good. And that's along the forty-second parallel. How about that? When, when it comes to white wine? I believe there's Chardonnay and there's everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but Chardonnay can be in all comes in all shapes and sizes, flavors and stuff like that. This one is very refreshing. A lot of people, when I blind taste this wine, think it's a Sauvignon Blanc because it is I assume
1: th- it's unoaked. Yeah.
4: Actually, there is oak on this. Oh, wine. really? Yeah. Just. Very well balanced, like oaks is desirable, but as long as it's balanced with wine. Now, here you still have the vanilla tones, uh, uh, in terms of the oak, but it's you know, you have the tropical fruit coming out too. So, it's a very refreshing wine, uh, good acidity, good balance. And this is something we serve by the glass, have a good relationship with the winery. So, this is something that over the course of the years, um, both. Sides of my family made wine, and both in Spain and
0: Portugal.
1: Oh, you know what? We're gonna get back to that in a little bit. <laughs> sure. Because we gotta get. Yeah, to I just want to say,
0: if uh, you want to watch the show, we're on Facebook Live, uh, under at Nikki N Y C C I Nellis, and our uh, producer today on Facebook Live is the one and only Tessa Nellis, the unsmiling sphinx-like Tessa Nellis. <laughs> All right, uh, Testy Tessa. So let's talk to Troy Knapp. Troy, you're a chef, who has. I mean, you've accumulated. No, no, no. Your... We have to
1: start from the beginning with All Troy. Right, Troy now. So, tro- tro- stop, stop. So, Troy used to do uh, water shows?
0: Correct,
5: yes. So,
1: I... can we start wait, there? Wait, wait,
5: wait. That sounds kinky. <laughs> 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 do you have any film on that? <laughs> no. uh, I'm sure it can be found somewhere. I'm <laughs> sure. Yes, yeah. What kind Everything of water out show there these do you days. do? I, I, I did stunt work at Universal Studios in a show called Water World. Get out of here. I Isn't a jet that cool? ski. Yeah. Really? How yes. long ago? Yeah, like, that was. It opened in uh, summer of '95, and I did it for seven years while keeping my foot in the kitchen along that path. I oh, so were you was. cooking men too? I was. Yes. Okay. While you were on the jet ski? <laughs> yes. yes At the cool same man. time. No. <laughs> wow. All right. So you moved yeah. into the kitchen, and then what? Uh, I've been with Hyatt Hotels for 20 years. Started on the West Coast, worked mm-hmm. my way. Through, you know, my last stop was in Austin, but yeah. I've moved every few years. That must have
0: killed you to leave there, but. Welcome to DC. Well, that was you you came in February of 17. So, yeah, you've been here a while.
1: So, coming to uh, the park height here in DC, I mean, it has a pretty well established program. Blue Duck Tavern is a well regarded restaurant. Um, it's been helmed by some amazing chefs in the D.C. market. Plus the tea um, program. Well, and the bit. tea program. But mm-hmm. so when you got in there, how were you like, OK, this is what I need to do. How am I going to make it my
5: own? Well, I've had an affection for the restaurant since it opened. Been, you know, just been close to it mm-hmm. uh, as it opened 11 years ago. Right. And uh, was good friends with uh, or knew the chef that opened it quite well just through our meetings. We were like one big Brian? family. Yes.
1: Brian McBride. Brian McBride, McBride yeah.
5: Uh, so we're like one big family, right? the, you know, mm-hmm. the way the chefs move around. So I've always had this great... Uh, affinity for what has been done and it's mm-hmm. it always felt right because of the way that food is treated the way it's handled the way it's cared for
1: yeah because so. blue oak tavern was one of the first restaurants when it opened in the dc market to really hit like working with farmers you guys listed where the farm i mean mm-hmm. now it's kind of done everywhere but you listed the farmers and where the produce was from and where the meats were from uh, which was kind mm-hmm. of new at the time
5: Right, and it stayed the course, and that's what we are continuing to do. And and my main goal there is just to continue to build a team that's going to stay true to those roots and really appreciate, and that's how they live their life, Mm -hmm. and to bring them in to support that vision. So we're true to what it opened up with. We're going
0: to go to commercial, but we should tease it by saying, and suddenly you got kicked upstairs, right? I mean, you got a new title, a new job, more responsibility.
5: Yeah, a little realignment. Yes,
1: yes. Well, Well, so when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the hospitality angle at park hyatt and of course the tea program because it's one of my favorites Sounds good. this is david and Nikki nellis with foodie and the beast we'll be back in just a minute
0: all right we are back on foodie and the beast with david and Nikki nellis talking to troy knapp who is uh, director of food beverage and culinary operations at dc's fabulous blue tuck well, i can't even say oh blue God. duck tavern have uh, another glass in, of wine in the park hyatt um and one of the things that that you've done is you put a real real spotlight on on your commitment to your employees and to their not just you know their productivity because you can abuse people and make them more productive for a little while but to making them happy about where they work and enjoying work and all of that and you've called it the what is it the little
5: duckling what do it's, I got it's here? a wellness initiative or wellness wellness focus is so what it does is.
1: that mean because I feel like the wellness little duckling
5: so, wellness commitment right? I, know, it's, I love that. That. it's our commitment to our staff so in a hotel one of the benefits is you, you we feed our, our staff our associates. And you know most of them will eat two to two meals a day on average. Mm-hmm. So if they're not getting a level of, of of good product or you know that's nutrient dense and things in their diet at work, they're probably not going to have it in life in general. You know because you're going to make up for it two days a week. No, it's something that you do subscribe to hopefully on a regular basis. So this just allows us to kind of put them first in an industry where in hospitality we're always we're guests first, and that's an. an incredibly important part of what we do mm-hmm. and then you know there's this idea a lot of the time that's out there that we just we grind hard and we work hard and we go out and drink hard and then come back and you know for another day and I don't really subscribe to that idea you and mean I never as, have. as chefs in I, the
1: industry or just people in the industry, in, industry general? in general but
5: certainly much more in the kitchen right it kind of yeah. has that reputation so I don't really subscribe to that I never have mm-hmm. you know early on I would go home and play guitar for five hours that was my way to disconnect You know, so there's so many different ways to do it. Uh, In this sense, you know, we just want to put great food into the little duckling is the employee dining program. Program. It's the Uh it's the it's the room and what. But I like that you put
1: wellness in there because I mean that is a huge term right now. Everybody's looking for ways to incorporate wellness, whether it's into their personal lives or into their businesses or business models, because you know it's an important way to. Live.
0: But not only that; not only it's it spurs that feeling of well being and enjoying the place. It kills, you know, that high turnover that so many restaurants uh, experience. Right. I mean, it keeps people; it keeps creates continuity.
5: It does, you know, and and it doesn't mean just the food you're eating. It means maybe encouraging everybody to dine together and and welcoming different cultures, mm-hmm. and and the fact they might find a connection with a friend or somebody there that you just give the space and mm-hmm. nurture it. And I think it, things happen organically, which start to create loyalty. You are loyalty. a long way
0: from driving a wave runner at Universal <laughs> Studios, I'll
5: say that.
1: Okay, so let's talk about what you brought in today, because uh, the tea program at the Park Hyde is absolutely one of my favorites. Can we talk about yes. it a little bit? So,
5: you know, early in my career, I uh, studied wine for through the Quartermaster Sauviers, and then it kind of evolved into tea as well. Mm-hmm. And again, just for that wellness that I try to endure in my own life, I have two different teas, uh, we have a, a great program. There's a tea cellar. That's, right. that's why it always I think it's fe- the
1: only one in the city. Uh, yes.
5: You know, and in, in, yeah, I don't know we, uh, what else is out there necessarily, but mm-hmm. I, it, that was a part of me wanting to come here too because it just felt right to me. Mm-hmm. Here's the tea, the food, had kind of everything I was looking for. Uh, but the tea, I got a couple different teas. One is a Himalayan white tea, and this tea is, is the – Kind of the most unmanipulated form of tea. It all comes from Camellia sinensis, one plant. It just mm-hmm. it's how it's shaped and or oxidized to 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 become a darker tea or okay. a black tea. Or in this sense, I have also a pu'er tea. So both of them, the white tea, but
1: pu'er tea isn't that the fermented tea? Fermented tea, exactly. Right?
5: It's the only category really of fermented tea, uh, and it's pressed usually in a form of a cake.
1: It's kind and of funky, with right? That,
5: it is very earthy. Mm-hmm. There can be some subtle secondary notes of apricot and some fruit, but it's earth-driven is that what in that nature. Is? It's a second tea, yes. Okay. You can put and my cup over there because I
1: definitely want to try that. Absolutely,
5: yes. And you know, I'm not a doctor, but I, I would say you. that um, <laughs> you Thank could you. certainly. It's rumored that you could drop your cholesterol a hundred points with a couple cups of this a day.
1: With the this one. With the, the pu'er, yeah cuz i mean for people who've listened to the show they know i'm a major tea drinker i like mainline green tea all day like it's my favorite I, Literally, and you gave me you gave me some fabulous matcha the last time i saw you which right. it was hand
5: delivered from japan it was I mean
1: it's um i've totally integrated matcha into my tea drinking especially in the morning like i just think it's an incredible addition
5: and as a society you know you think about all the other countries and cultures where tea is prominent we don't really embrace it
1: Right. So, no, right? we don't. This right. is like woodsy. It
5: is. Right? Yes. Okay, tell yeah. us about then, your food. Tell and us then, about your food. So the food, I have I have a corn soup, and you know the idea is you take the ingredient and you you, you mm-hmm. kind of do a lot of different things to get as much out of it as you can. In the soup itself, it's corn, onion, and spices. That's, okay. that's
1: it. So it's super uh,
5: easy. And then there's, there's corn that's pickled as a garnish. There is corn Popcorn. that's popped with a brown butter oh, on gosh. it. There's a little bit of local crab meat and then a little bit of brown butter powder in the bottom. And, you know. It's a simple.
1: It's right. But it's super simple. <laughs> There's
5: there certainly some simplicity to it, you know, but we want to, you yeah, know, with Blue Duck Tavern, it's always about it's innovation, it's innovation it's and tradition, great. you know, walking Thank that you. fine balance.
1: Okay. And what's um, the last thing you brought? These
5: around. And then I have a tomato salad. This is all Path Valley and Earth and Eats out of Pennsylvania. Great Farms. Uh, tomatoes, farmer's cheese, That's delicious. some spiced onion. The popcorn and We have a garden the upstairs.
1: The popcorn in the soup is brilliant.
5: What do you think? It's good. I love it. I'm lucky. Such a good a smart
1: addition. I All love right, it. Let's
0: make sure everybody knows if they I don't know who's sleeping under a rock, but where Blue Duck Tavern
5: is. Mm-hmm. So. so Park Hyatt, Washington D.C. 25th and, 24th and M. And 24th and M? 20, yeah, 24th and M. 24th mm-hmm. and, and, and M. Some, sometimes they know it more of just the, the restaurant, not knowing that there's actually rooms yeah. behind us there. But right. our hotel is absolutely beautiful. The same person the who designed the restaurant designed the guest rooms. and they're just, Well, it's for a staycation. In,
0: in, you know, for people who are local, obviously people come from out of town, they can stay there and enjoy it. But it's a great spot Thank you. to be centrally located and treated like a baby. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. We had a good time there. All right, thanks. Thank, Thank you. you so much. So now... Do you let's want to see. go
1: to Danny after, or do you no, want to go gonna, to our guests on the th- phone? let's
0: go to uh, Mike and Ann. Mike and Ann, are you on the phone? Yes,
6: we
1: are. Oh, here. Hi there.
0: Uh, sorry, I'm going to turn up my volume. Hi now.
1: there. How are you? Great. how are you? Good. Thanks so much for joining us today. So tell us about, we have the box, Shaker and Spoon, right here in front of us. Tell us about um, the product. Oh,
6: they're gone. Oh, uh, they're gone. No, we're here. Right? Oh, you're, you're here. here. Okay, to you're start.
0: just quiet and shy. Don't I'm be shy so on this
6: worried. show. Oh, I, took, I, I took a moment. Uh, tell me, you're familiar with Blue Apron, right? Yes, yeah. of course. Okay, so think of our product as Blue Apron, but better, because it's for cocktails, and it's so much more fun than dinner, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So, right, but, is this, some, but this is a monthly subscription, correct? Yes, it is. Okay, so how does it work? Let's talk about... Let's talk about how the user uses it, and then we can – so I have a whole box here in front of me. Tell me about, like, how we use it. Like, I want want the whole 411.
6: Okay, so you get a different box every month, right? It revolves around a different spirit every month, different theme. There are three original recipes created by top bartenders in the box, and -hmm. you can make four of each cocktail. So if you have a lot of friends over, you know – Everybody can get one. Or if you're by yourself or just with one other person, you can make the same cocktail over and over, sort of practice it, tweak it a little bit. So it's not just about having the drink. You can also learn some skills while you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and all. You- go ahead. I was going to say everything you need for all the drinks is in there except for the alcohol. So all you need to complete it is one 750-milliliter bottle of whatever the spirit is that we have steamed the box around. We have recommendations in the shipping email, so you're not on your own for that. And of course, if there's any confusion, there's the glossary in the box that explains any terms that might be unfamiliar. And we also have how-to videos on our website. Well,
0: I have so, a question for, for you, Ann or Mike, whoever wants to answer this. So the box comes with three recipe cards. Yes. But a lot of people yes. keep stuff digitally. Can we pull those off of, if we're, if we're members and subscribing, can we pull those off the web?
6: We do not have a section on our site with the recipe cards, but if someone wants a PDF, some occasionally, very occasionally, people write in to us and we'll send them the PDF. They're not secret.
1: Yeah. and the, the who, Secret sauce. Let's talk about some of the um, bartenders and mixologists you worked with who helped put together some of these recipes.
6: Sure. Well, our chief cocktail officer is Russell Davis. Uh, you might know him from Bar Rescue. He also uh, has a really popular bar open right now in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And he and his team uh, basically or, um, he and his team basically uh, reach out to the bartenders for us. and that's how we get all of these great people. like they have connections in the entire industry. So with Russell's help and with the bartenders, all kinds of famous people. For example, uh, Southern Teague, he was in a box last year. He's going to be in an upcoming box. He's just opened two. He's got Amoria Margo in New York. He's just opened Blue Quarter and Windmill. Mm
7: -hmm. Um, Uh, We have Nathan Dolphin out of uh, New Orleans who runs uh, the uh, Pisco Bar and the uh, the Hotel. Oh God, I'm I'm spacing on the name, and we we have uh, Pam witnesser out of New York as well.
6: Uh, yeah, she's great.
7: So we've had some really fantastic talented people in boxes making original recipes for us, and it's a really nice way of being able to get a chance to try all these different people's drinks, you know, without leaving the comfort of your home.
6: Yeah, basically, a lot of our subscribers, ones that don't live in big cities where there's not a lot of access to these craft cocktail bars, they would have no other way to really try these drinks. So, Well, I guess that's my question.
1: My question is, is, so when I'm ordering, so if I'm like, okay, I want to um, be a subscriber and I want to get this every month, do I pick the kind of alcohol every month? Am I like, oh, I don't know Amaro. I want to try Amaro, and then that's how it comes to me? Or do you guys select it every month? How does that go down?
7: So we basically choose the themes internally every single month, and we try to have a nice big range. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you said, you guys got an Amaro box, which we did back in November of last year. Uh, The upcoming box right now is Mezcal. We do a fair share of bourbon, gin, vodka boxes as well, and we try to kind of keep it varied, so something a little bit different every single month, and if what you're interested in is not what's on offer, you can skip any month you don't like, you can cancel any time, and we usually have a few things up our sleeve. It's if you just want a different box. All right, It'll guys.
0: In a minute, we're oh, going to yeah. go to we're going to go to commercial, and we want you to hold because we'll come back. But Mike, before we go, I have to mention that you started your career in animation and you worked in music videos with Kanye, and you directed a segment of Sesame Street. So I want to know <laughs> before we go if Kanye is really crazy and and what Oscar the Grouch is really like behind the scenes. So we can do that in the next segment. <laughs>
1: Okay, all right, we're going to take a quick break. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Fooding the Beast. We'll be back in just a minute.
0: All right, we're back on Fooding the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. Before we get back to uh, the show, I just want to thank our sponsors, uh, the Market at River Falls in stunning downtown Potomac, um, Central Farm Markets, Meat Crafters, and the guys at Pro Fish, and the... Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tony,
1: and Joes, Tony and, and Joe's, and Nick's, and Ivy Nick's, City Tavern.
0: Ivy City Tavern, mm-hmm. and the Smokehouse. My God, a lot of sponsors. Yes. All right, so, Mike... But
1: not enough sponsors. No, we
0: need more <laughs> sponsors. Mike and Ann, as long as you're on the phone, sponsor. <laughs> okay. Come on, you got some extra money. Let's do it. So, um, uh, let's get back to uh, uh and Shaker, Shaker and, and spoon. spoon.
1: So, um, you said for people who were looking for something different... Uh, that you had some tricks up your sleeve. What were you referring to? Are you going to share?
7: Oh, sorry. So what I meant, I don't know if I fully clearly answered your question. So we do one box every single month, mm-hmm. and that's that's the main box we send out. And what I mean is, if, you know, for example, we're we're about to ship at the the box uh, starting starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or I'm I'm going to be heading into the kitchen in a, in a few hours. Get started on that. Uh, but if that's not you know what you want, you can always write into us. We at any given time usually have three to five other boxes we can send, just you know, uh, components from other months, things like that.
6: Yeah, basically, you know, we occasionally have past boxes in the vault, and if uh, one of our subscribers doesn't like what's on offer for the month, we see if we can accommodate them with a past box, maybe that they loved or they never got a chance to try
1: okay and then let's talk about the products in your boxes because i'm looking at a bunch right now i'm looking at the strawberry mint shrub and the um and so chili uh Diamara syrup did i say that right
0: where let me see this. did i
1: pronounce that in Demerara. Demerara. okay and then you've got the toasted coconut syrup where are these products from are you guys like cooking them up in your bathtub how is this coming together
0: and do you take a bath in that bathtub? yeah it's all
7: bathtub boxes. No, we
6: are not cooking them up in our bathtub. Uh, those, those syrups and shrubs, uh, the initial recipes come from the bartenders. Okay. These are their drinks. They give us concepts, mm-hmm. and we work with a co-packer to scale and produce them at, you know, the industrial amounts that we require. So, basically, there are house-made syrups. Uh, you know, I say industrial, but they're still made lovingly in small batches. Mm-hmm. You know, in a proper facility, and then
1: uh, they go out in our boxes. Okay, and but are, is long-term goal for these to be sold separately? Like, do you want to see these behind bars in restaurants around the nation?
6: Uh, did I stump good. you? Is that a I stumping don't know.
2: question? Long-term goal.
0: Do you want to be
6: millionaires? We, I mean. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, we do sell them individually now okay. uh, on our store for, for subscribers that got something they loved in a box and want more. That's kind of a small-time thing really there for our subscribers' convenience.
2: Mm-hmm. As for
6: seeing them behind bars, we would maybe be open to that in the future, but it's not really like not a goal it's not really it's not really the end that the subscription box is the means really they're for our subscribers
7: okay. yeah we're, we're not a syrup company we are a cocktail box company got all it right,
0: let's make sure everybody knows how to find you on the web
6: yes let's make sure shaker and spoon.com.
1: excellent all right guys thank and you so much how hard
0: can that be if they can't spell that they don't deserve the booze that's what i say
6: <laughs> right and so that. We'll maybe able to follow the <laughs> instructions. Right. I hope so, because we make them as easy as possible and we have the videos too. Okay. Excellent. Thank you guys. Right. Thank you Thank both you so guys. much. That
0: was great. All right. So now we're gonna go back to Danny Yado. Danny, I got a question for you. Do I mean you, you better
1: have a question for him? No, it's I a do, radio you, show. You've got
0: oh man. I can't wait till the show's over and I get to tear into you. Anyways, <laughs> w- you've got this range of 200-plus uh, wines there. Yes. How do you pick them? I mean, what you're not – I know you're traveling a lot, but I mean – If you're you traveling
1: a lot, how come you're not taking us with you? That's some more
0: important <laughs> yes, question. Yes, yes, Foodie and the Beast on the road. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, how, how, how do you select them and how often does that turn over? I mean, usually I like to work with uh,
4: wineries that I have met, that I know. I met the winemaker. I've been there. Um, that's part of the fun of the business is getting to meet them mm-hmm. on a personal level, uh, getting to eat, uh, eat, drink with them, get to understand their stories. Uh, but overall, you you know, you go to events, you get uh, like Vin Expo or the um, the International Pinot Noir Celebration is was mo- was one of my favorite events in Willamette Valley.
2: Mm-hmm. And
4: you just get to feel the culture, taste all of these different wines. And, you know, you can't buy everything. You know, I don't have that big of a budget in terms of you know, the wine program. Well, you're a
1: 52-seat restaurant. Exactly. So right. exactly. you got so enough before right. you can fill that. So I, I don't coffers. believe in,
4: like, getting, like, 20 Cabernets that are in the same price range from the same area, right. you <laughs> know? So I like to have something for everybody. So, you know, hit different price points, hit different styles of wine, and therefore, you know, that's kind of, like, how you, how you start. And, and I like to build loyalty. So, like, I have uh seven references from ridge uh which is one of my favorite wineries out of california Mm -hmm. Uh, i like to do that It's like you know for me it's about going deep in relationships and like okay i go have the um kind of uh, you know have five or different five or seven different uh wines from the same producer so you get to see different styles get to do wine get to do wine dinners with them and things like that so those those are a lot of fun
1: well, what's gotta... the, oh wait, oh, well, can right, I ask, you go my ahead. question's more important. No it isn't. What's the, um, Good Lord. what's the education conversation, because you have this lovely little, because the restaurant is of the right size that you can really have an open dialogue with your patrons right. so that you can introduce them to Absolutely. wines, you know, like for somebody who's like, yeah, I only drink, you know, Big Butter Charnay from California, like how do you, how do you be like, yeah, but you should try this?
4: We do that all the time. Mm-hmm. We do that with the wine flights. So every time we drop the wine flight at a table, we talk about it with our customer. Uh, we also do monthly wine tastings. Like our next one's coming up on August uh, 23rd, mm-hmm. right after restaurant week. It's our Magnum PI wine tasting where we open up Magnus of wine. It's a, And everybody's in the Hawaiian shirts. So There's a lot of fun. Do Mustache. we have to
1: wear Hawaiian shirts? Can we just come and taste y- Yeah, the you Magnum? can
0: do that. Shades, I have a shades ha- or mustaches work too. You know I've got a Hawaiian print, <laughs> a Hawaiian print Speedo at home. You know. <laughs>
1: All right, we're going to come back to you. Why don't you tell us what you're pouring right now?
0: So, this one is a super special
4: wine. It's a microclimate within Spain. Uh, So, within different uh, areas in Spain, yes, they're part of a a general wine region like Rioja, Ribera del Duero, or or whatnot. But then there are different areas in Spain that have such uniqueness because of the uh, terrain, the climate. And this one is in the Valencia area. Mm -hmm. So, in Valencia, you think sun, hot, but this is 3,000 meters above sea level. So it's really cold in the winter. the only part of Valencia that snows. Um, and so it developed, and this is a Bobal grape variety. So you can see here that you have a lot of the flavors that come from a warm climate during the summertime of a red cherry, anise, and stuff like that, but still really well balanced with the wine. So it's not like a super heavy wine that's like it's 15. It's not too big. No, it's not 15% alcohol, but it's well, it's refreshing, well balanced, and you know, I think in the summertime, and that's, you know, about the next wine, we should be drinking a little bit more red. It goes well better with the food, you know, in terms of...
1: Like barbecue you know, and grilled yes. yes. foods. Absolutely. I know. All right. Right. And we'll this is a in...
0: food-friendly red wine for the summer as well.
1: Excellent. All right, we'll be back to you at the end of the show.
0: All right, so... And now we're the... getting
1: into meatballs. Well, at the
0: top of the show, we mentioned the Meatball Shop is opening on 14th Street on the yes. 22nd, and Adam Rosenbaum is in. He's the guy that drives... Strategic direction for the expansion of the meatball shop, and I just want to know Adam where would I get a bucket of balls? <laughs> well, if you <laughs> do me a favor and just look down. Tell that. me about the balls <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Adam. Oh <laughs> okay. and look, there's a bucket of balls being Test, placed right in front you of me. Can get on
2: the
1: balls please. Bro, you
8: guys a bucket? Holy that's our, crap. That's look at our that. bucket of balls. Oh my god. 25 meatballs,
0: sauce. Uh, do I have to give any to Nikki or can no. I eat them all myself? Can you no. just let me take a picture first before you dig in?
1: Uh, so tell us a little bit about the concept.
0: The concept.
8: So the Meatball Shop was founded back in 2010 mm-hmm. by uh, childhood best friends Daniel Holtzman and Michael Chernow. Mm-hmm. Daniel was a uh, Daniel is a chef. Michael is a front of house guy, bartender, uh, people guy. And the two of them decided back in twenty in 2009. That actually, that
1: everybody needed meatballs.
8: Well, that I think it was. It was born out of this idea that meatballs are universal and kind of every culture has their version of a meatball, whatever that may be. And maybe it's a meatball in one culture, it's a falafel in another. It's just that idea of rationing meat and stretching it out for a longer period of time. It was, you know. Tell us
0: about the recipe for the meatballs because that's important. Well, I can't give
8: you the entire recipe because that's a top Mm -hmm. secret, but uh, that is our classic meatball, which is a blend of beef and pork, predominantly beef. Mm-hmm. but the pork gives it a little bit of uh, nice Hector. moisture and fat.
2: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, mm. And that's our classic tomato sauce, which is a vegetarian sauce.
1: Yum, it's delicious. So, But, but you are don't
8: there be- others? Yeah. yeah, we have a, a crazy wide variety of meatballs. That's the, that's the whole is concept. This also
1: not been. a fast casual spot, No, right? this, this is, is, a, is a, a full restaurant. sit sit-down
8: sit down restaurant, table service, full bar.
1: Well, I only say that because before we went on air, we were talking about some other meatball concepts that were in the D.C. market a mm-hmm. while back. Those were fast, casual concepts. They did not take hold. Sure. But this is a pure sit-down restaurant. So can we walk through um, sort of like what a meal is like in yeah, this restaurant?
8: Of course. So there's a the, the, the greatest part about the meatball shop is that you choose how you want to eat at the meatball mm-hmm. shop. So we have a, a wide variety of balls and sauce. Mm-hmm. We say balls a lot. Sorry, right. David. Um, <laughs> you know, man after my own heart. Right.
2: Ball,
0: ball, balls, balls. Okay. There we go.
8: We uh we have let's see we have our classic balls we have our spicy pork which is mm-hmm. heritage pork uh, mm-hmm. we have our chicken which are gluten free we have mm-hmm. a vegetarian ball which is vegan if you don't do the shaved parmesan cheese right. we're also bringing some new exciting balls to the DC market we're mm-hmm. gonna launch a crab ball here obviously. that makes sense makes how do sense. they get their legs apart okay, That's my question. don't
1: listen to him <laughs> right. go ahead so um so but they're like I think when people originally think of meatballs they think of sauce pasta. The whole thing Cheese, bread right heavy. exactly right yeah. so but you're doing meatballs in a in different varieties that are that go beyond like classic italian meatballs right yeah i
8: think i think and that's the greatest part and that's why we're able to sustain as a you know long-standing sit-down full-service restaurant mm-hmm. you can come into the meatball shop we have salads um that are healthy you could do a kale salad with chicken meatballs and pesto on top or you can that indulge
1: in totally get it that totally speaks a, i honestly yeah. first of all i love meatballs Good. so um i that speaks to me cuz i don't want meatballs on pasta sure. because when i'm not but eating for work as well, of course yeah.
0: we have pasta yeah, of course we
8: have
2: pasta we also but,
8: do a we also do a thing called the big bowl the, we do a bowl now which is basically you can have your meatballs and sauce mm-hmm. over anything you want so we're seeing everyone's doing everything from polenta or mashed potatoes, that's good. or rigatoni and spaghetti. But you could also go the other direction and put your meatballs over kale and mushrooms,
1: which would be completely which different to- experience. Right, lighter. totally different experience. Yeah, I love that. So let's flesh out that menu a little bit. Let's t- sure. talk about more that's on there. So we
8: have we have a couple of sections of the menu. The basically the way the menu reads is the left and right side read more like a traditional menu. So we have our appetizers and our salads. Appetizers mm-hmm. we have mozzarella balls going to do crab cakes here in dc we have risotto balls mm-hmm. we do our mini buffalo chicken balls which are basically our take of a, a buffalo chicken wing sure, boneless but... with some frank's red hot delicious cool. yeah um, we have our salads like i said we're known for our kitchen sink which is three healthy sides like quinoa hummus roast cauliflower um, with meatballs and sauce we have our sandwiches we have a hero we have a meatball smash which is like a not a non-messy version of a sloppy joe mm-hmm. um and then we do baller plates which are kind of our picks
0: for you to My get God, an you made idea andy
1: laugh <laughs> andy never laughs, <laughs> why because of the balls <laughs> yeah. Andy. the baller plate I, he fact, likes the baller plate in fact
0: i didn't know andy could make a sound <laughs> <laughs> andy.
8: balls generally do that to people that's right and then in the middle it's more like your traditional meatballs so we do them naked naked balls andy Mm -hmm. and then we do the um (laughs) the
0: bowls you know what's nice here i have a huge bucket of balls right in front of my face so wait can
1: you do bucket of balls to go of course that's why we brought it is that serious yeah that's a thing okay that's amazing it's 25
8: meatballs uh with the sauce and the shaved cheese and focaccia bread and that's i think it's 55 dollars Oh Good God. value. Great for parties. Amazing football. for parties. Yeah, football season's coming up. so mm-hmm. You can just reach in and put your balls right in your mouth. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's great.
8: Deliver those balls right to your mouth, David.
1: Okay, on that no, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, uh, we're going to find out- The average age in the
0: studio today is six. We're going to find oh, yeah. <laughs> out
1: when it's actually opening and where it's opening. Awesome. I'll be back in just a sec.
0: All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis talking to Adam Rosenbaum of The Meatball Shop and- these meatballs are delicious they are and delicious and the menu Thank sounds you. crazy but let's talk sourcing because you can
1: well all you know, jokes aside you guys have a serious
0: take on sourcing
1: you have a serious program in place
8: yeah there's a there's a serious you know this is we we are obviously don't take ourselves very seriously with the ability to make jokes about balls but right you know but what we do Wait, takes... what is it
1: called when you put an egg on it Family jewel. Okay, there we go. Yes, yeah,
2: so go but ahead then, now. Continue. But then
8: bringing it back down is, um, you know, we take our we take what we do very seriously though. So mm-hmm. you know, our sourcing program and the farms and the partners that we work with um, are very special and important to us. We use, for example, our beef is from Meyer Ranch, which is a never ever program, no hormones, no antibiotics ever. Mm-hmm. Our pork is through a Heritage Foods, which is based out of Brooklyn, New York, and they're able to sustainably keep the basically the five uh, breeds of pig that are kind of going extinct mm-hmm. uh, alive and then using all this product in meatballs allows us to practice whole animal butchering and using all the animal because
1: well,
2: for that's example really... if
8: Troy you know if Troy's going to serve a ribeye on his menu
2: mm-hmm.
8: he's looking at some of the primal cuts of meat you know for the most part mm-hmm. but if but I can take the shoulder clod I could take the brisket I could take other cuts because I'm grinding it up and putting it in a meatball
1: well so you know A couple years ago when whole animal butchering was really hot, you know, nationally in the restaurant world, that became one of the biggest problems for restaurants that were doing it. It was like I can only have so many cuts of a certain meat that people really want to eat. And then I've got the rest of the animal that I want to I can't use, nice, I can't
8: nice sell. To meet you. Nice that's to where meet you guys Ball come Shop. in from? Yeah, that's where we come in. So the ability to, you know, for, for Troy to go buy heritage pork, mm-hmm. great cuts if he wants to do a pork chop, amazing. But then I can take the rest of the animal same animal that you're right. going to find in a Michelin star restaurant you're going to find at the meatball shop.
1: Now, what about now that you guys are opening up in D.C.? I know you have all these fabulous partners from being in the New York area. Are you looking to source from local partners down here?
8: Yeah, of course. We always look at local. Our national our national partners are able to source down here, which is one of the reasons we also... Thought DC was a great first market for us to keep mm-hmm. the supply chain consistent. Mm-hmm. So obviously Heritage Foods does uh, restaurants down here. So does Myers. They're mm-hmm. they're based in Colorado and Montana. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of our local farms were certainly. We've already started to look and partner with some for the vegetables, sure. ice creams, um, and certainly wine local beers local spirits we did a great pop-up partnership a couple of weeks ago with cotton and reed mm-hmm. distillery and yeah Market. of course they're amazing so we're gonna do it we're gonna open with a cocktail with them on the menu so yeah as as much as we can source local with keeping consistent with our product we will
1: excellent all right yeah. well tell everybody when you hope to open yeah. fingers crossed and where
8: so we are opening uh, at 1720 14th street where david said earlier restaurant what'd you call it david restaurant mall <laughs> restaurant mall. <laughs> i mean there's yeah. a lot of restaurants a lot of restaurants there but it's great vibrant oh you know, it's an scene. amazing part of town we we you know we we looked in dc for a long time a couple mm-hmm. of years um and we feel really really happy about that so 17 14th street between i guess r and s right off Riggs. right
1: in the um, old because people will know it in the old cork
8: in the old space. cork space yeah mm-hmm. so they just moved up the street and consolidated it's a great space up there too mm-hmm um and we are opening on we actually start training next week we we have the whole team ready to go and we open on Tuesday or Wednesday the 22nd excellent that's right, the great. plan so we hope to see all of you guys we there especially wait. you, you. Really and I, I'm going to urge people what's the, how do we find you guys on the web you can find us at www.themeatballshop.com and of course our Instagram is is where people go the most to find out what's going on and it's at meatballers and our hashtag is, hashtag show us your balls. That's for you, Andy.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
8: All right, thank, thanks gotta, for having me on I the show, guys. I urge people thanks to go online to and, and take
0: a look because the meatball shop, the name sort of uh, uh, belies what's what's what's, really going what's on. underneath. It's Telling a full service you. restaurant with great stuff. So, it is. All, right. All right.
1: Thank you so thanks, much. Thanks, guys. Danny,
0: yeah. Danny. Danny. So, Danny, I got a question. Yes. It, do do wine bars have happy hours? Absolutely. Is, you do? Yeah, seven days a week. And how do you change that? In other words, what are you doing at a happy hour for people that you're not doing at other times? What encourages them to come in?
4: Well, we have a happy hour food menu as well as a happy hour drink menu. So our beers are $5, our cocktails are 7 our our glass, wine glasses are 7 So we do three to seven, seven days a week. And then on Fridays and Saturdays, we do 10 and 12 too.
1: And what is the food menu like?
4: Uh, pretty diverse. So it kind of started more of like a French bistro um, in a lot of ways. And then when I became the chef there, so I kind of started uh, more from a management side. And mm-hmm. then uh, over a short period of time, I, I decided to take over the kitchen because it was necessary. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of put a little bit more of my own background into it, uh, a little bit of Portuguese and a, lot of bit, and a little bit of Spanish into the menu. Uh, we have a paella. We have suckling pig at times. So... And it kind of made it fun. So it's, it's more really of a, I would say, a classic Mediterranean style bistro, but it's new American. So we do do a nice jumbo crab cake on the menu. Mm-hmm. And we do a fresh, uh, like, watermelon salad with arugula, use Yum. corn a lot, um, things like that. So we try mm-hmm. to use local ingredients uh, to try to get the spirit of the area, uh, as well as local fishes and things like that. And then kind of use my a little bit of my background,
0: and it makes it a lot of fun. I mean, right. being a New American you can do whatever you want, right? That's <laughs> what Here's that means, question. right? What is the one wine that you're stocking now that you had to go the furthest for, and it's the it's the one that you know the people are least likely to find?
1: And a, then I'm gonna ask the a, opposite question, like, what's spots? the one wine that you have to have in stock that you're like, oh god, I hate this wine?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer that question first. Okay. Malbec.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. World world's but. fascination
4: on Malbec is stunning. You know, in, in France, it's uh, was a mixing grape for the Bordeaux. Yes, I've seen some good things of Malbec come out, but... you know, Are you it, talking
1: Argentinian specifically, or...? <laughs>
4: yes. Okay, uh, I was I mean, just curious. But at the end of the day, people, you know, the, the without even looking at the wine list, it's like, I'll have a glass of Malbec. It's like, they don't even know what they order. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's the wine that, on my list that I make the most profit on, and it's a wine that I have the least amount of concern with, because people... That they I just drink, don't but, care. They don't care. Okay. That it says they don't care. But in terms of the wine that I kind of, like have in the most part i think the alexana uh chardonnay is, is something that i believe in because it really uh, breaks molds as you're saying hey people think that you know chardonnay is just one thing and it can be like three or four other well things. i
1: think they think that uh, when it comes to chardonnay i think american chardonnays everybody just assumes an american chardonnay is from california they don't assume it's from up north right um from the pacific northwest so they're just expect expecting huge butter huge yellow huge wood um, you know, unlike what you would get from a Chardonnay in France, which has a completely and totally different sure. taste and texture. Do you know what I mean?
4: Absolutely, like Chablis and also mm-hmm. uh, Puligny-Montrachet mm-hmm. is completely different. You know, in France and then in Oregon, they say that it's the most Burgundian part of you know the Chardonnays as well as Pinot Noir. Right. So it's kind of interesting. It's like, but also if you go to uh, the Santa Barbara, area, Santa Rita Hills, mm-hmm. you see We've these been things. There. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it is awesome. <laughs> Sea smoke is one of my favorites, too. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of interesting that, you know, you, you, not everybody's the same, you know, when it comes down to wine. And, and that's what we try to do with the wine program is introduce people to new flavors, new palettes, but also kind of break the mold.
1: Excellent. All right. I know you're going to pour one last wine. Yes. What are you pouring for us?
4: So this is a Washington State Cabernet. Mm-hmm. So... Here again, trying to break them all. It's more of like your summer Cabernet. Of, uh, and I think Washington State is one of those areas in the United States that it, you're going to see a lot more awesome wine come from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Napa and it doesn't need to be. So, like, people have this mindset of, like, okay, this is what a Napa Cabernet is or this is what Cabernet Sauvignon is, but they don't, they haven't seen it in other formats. So, this is a great example where you can actually see the the grape variety and its a more natural state without having that california sunshine.
1: Okay, great. While you're pouring that, but before you pour it, first tell everybody where they can find you.
4: We're at 2404 Wisconsin Avenue in Glover Right down Park. the street.
1: Okay. Down great. the street. And online.
4: Online, SlateWineBar.com. Excellent. All right. Thank you so much we're for coming out while
1: you pour that.
0: Restaurant Week.
1: Well, so we're going to talk a little bit about Restaurant Week because next week we're actually not going to be on the show. We were actually supposed to be in Oregon, but uh, instead of doing that, we're going to Iceland. So either way, we're not here, but we won't be drinking great wine in Iceland. That goes without saying. Uh, but we're looking what, forward no to that trip. No. <laughs> no No ice ice wines. But looking forward to that trip, we do want to talk about Restaurant Week.
0: Why don't you tell every burglar in the city that will okay. be Okay, August 13th to
1: <laughs> August 19th, over 250 of the area's best restaurants are participating. And for those of you who've literally been living under a rock, how Restaurant Week works is certain restaurants during lunch and or dinner, they do a price-fix menu. So most lunches are available for $22, and most dinners are available for $35. And a new thing that just started, Is on Saturdays and Sundays. There is now a brunch menu offering for restaurant week that started last year and it was so successful, they decided to institute it at all restaurant weeks. And so brunch is, again, a three course option for $22. Make reservations because everybody totally blows it out on Restaurant Week. Is Blue Duck Tavern participating? Okay, don't go to Blue Duck Tavern during Restaurant Week for no, Restaurant Week. Well, for Restaurant yeah, Week, I'm
2: to talk to you. yes, <laughs> you can still
1: go. You just won't get special right. menus. Yes, you got to wrap
0: it. Yes. Uh, everything you heard about on the show today, you can find on Nikki's website, thelistaryouwantit dot Follow her on Twitter. Follow her on Instagram. Please don't follow me anywhere. Mm-hmm. And be sure to listen to her live on WTOP every Thursday at twelve forty.
1: We want to thank you all for joining us today. We had such an incredible group in studio. Please have a delicious week.